Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Real moms are bravo. Hello, hello, hello. Let's get started with our friends of Winter House, a smorgasbord of randomness and delightfulness. That's how, that's my first take. What's your first take? Mm, I think this might not be the best Winter House, personally. Oh, tell me more. I think we've got, I think it's great we're mixing in. Like, I love Brian Binney coming into the mix. I like that we're mixing in below deck. Um it, and it, it could be interesting, like melding of all the people. It just feels like um, I don't love the idea of like every day, like a random guest, like from another show is coming and they stay for like a day or two. And then another one comes in. Um, I thought it was kind of weird. They did that last year, too, with like the Toms came in. This was obviously pre-Scandival. And then like Lindsay and Carl. I just felt like it kind of like they're only there for a week. It just kind of, I don't know, disrupted the flow of the house. Um and I, I don't know. I think maybe we mixed like too many people that clearly don't really know each other, but are trying to pretend like they do. You know, I have a different take. I'm here for it. I think it's fun. I think knowing that the cast is super close and really enjoys each other, I'm hoping that we see that fun I come through. I don't think they're close, though. Like, I think half of them have never met before. No, no, no. I mean, now. I'm not oh, saying. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I'm like, saying, I, yeah. N- no, now. Like, our yeah. understanding is now post. They all filming, seem to really get along. They yeah. all get along really well and enjoy each other. I'm, I think there's a group chat, but amongst all of them, like have a really great time. So I think for me, knowing that I'm hoping I see some of that bonding and that fun come through. Like I'm kind of ready for a winter house to be more fun and less drama. So sure. I'm kind of like, I'm kind of into it, but we'll see. I was not expecting Alex to be, So Alex, to me, like picture wise, I'm like, oh, he's super cute. But on the show, he's a little nerdy. And I don't know. I wasn't into it. I wasn't feeling it. I felt he. so I made a meme and then I took it down because I felt like he was kind of like borderline a little like predator with Jordan. I just thought it was weird to be like, you're beautiful. And then just like go in for the lunge. Like, I don't know. I always think it's like weird, too, when people like they're like, you should ask for consent. Like, I don't know. I think about like, if I'm being courted and someone's like, may I please hold your hand? May I please kiss you? Like, you'd be like, this is weird. But I felt like the way he just thought, like, because they were in the hot tub and he told her she was pretty, he could just like go in for a kiss. And then you see later, he's like, then trying to tell like Danielle, like you're a badass, you're intimidating. I'm just kind of like, I don't know. I'm not into it. I also died at how slow. He, like that's like such a oh. slow mo of him Jordan for that. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is so uncomfortable. And thank God, I was like, yes, Jordan, yes, girl. Like she's like, she's like nope, nope, yeah, nope, nope. I'm, and then yeah. Brian <laughs> Benny, I, I, he is a little bit more. I don't want to say like it's more understandable. He was being a little bit more like this was like a shtick. He was acting like, Oh, I'm walking you home from a date, even though we're both going to the same place. And so then he kind of was like, Oh, is that a no? And she's like, it's a no. Um, that to me wasn't, I mean, it was embarrassing a little bit, but it wasn't nearly as awkward. Yeah. I was watching Alex like slowly. It was like a animal in the wild, like stalking yes. a prey. I was just like, <laughs> really what is happening? Um, it, it was so yeah. creepy. Brian Benny, he must be protected at all costs. <laughs> he's like a sweet little guy. Kyle was watching and's like, he's got a great smile. Like, I think he's excited to hopefully meet um, Brian Benny at BravoCon. He really liked him. But him calling, telling Malia that she's like an ogre 
like Shrek, you know. I know. You peel back the onions. There's lots of layers. And I was like, oh, my God, Brian, what? why? <laughs> it's like when Heather called Emily a snuffleupagus and she was like, what? That's not a bad thing to say. It's like, yeah, even if you mean it in a nice way, calling someone an ogre or a snuffleupagus, like, that's not... It's not like you're like, oh, you remind me of a lobster because, you know, you want to mate for life like that. You're like, oh, OK, like, you know, that's kind of cute. But like, yeah, it's weird to be like, you're an ogre. No, but it was it was very, he, he very tries. strange. He tries, I think, because he's so he's such a Brian Benny, like I'm Brian yeah. Benny and like smiley. I was dying at the Florida boys like him and Alex and their confessional saying completely different things about their friendship. Brian's yeah, like, we're that, boys. We hang out. <laughs> Alex's like, I don't really feel like I know him all that well. I don't know even what he's saying half the time. It's like, I don't, yeah, I thought that was funny. Uh, I love Danielle's fine. friend. I'm glad that she's bringing in like a little bit of fresh blood into the mix. Like someone that we haven't necessarily gotten to know before. I love Jordan um, on the show. I think that from a girl casting, we've got a pretty good group. I mean, Malia and Katie, I think are going to stir it up in a good way. Also creating drama. Um, yeah, Corey though, God, you know, this is like back to the Corey, um, from the first winter house. He does not, he does not do well on winter house. I think he just comes across like a fuck boy. Well, I think he is a fuck boy through and through. Yeah. Like I, they're just, the rumor mill has been spinning about Corey and Sam's current relationship. He's been seen like cheating. Like I feel like in his mind, their relationship is different than what Sam thinks. And sure. clearly we're seeing a lot of this come through on the show, but I'm just like, this is not good. I'm like, Sam, honey, love yourself. This, this man ain't I, it. Yeah. You're so much better than, I mean, he, I say he, I will say he did a good job of like being cute and like their relationship definitely seemed like it was legit on summer house, but we heard rumblings that he actually, that was like planned on his part that he would like to be part like a regular part of summer house. And so he thought maybe the best way to do that would be to date somebody in the cast and have it be like a new relationship. Um, you know, not quite like a Craig and page, but you look at it, like a lot of the people that were couples, like ended up kind of like at least coming back and being kind of part of the, the series. And, um, so maybe that's part of it. Like he's like, oh, I'm going to go all in on Sam. But really, that's not what I mean. I just want to be part of the show. Um, and clearly now that he's not on Summer House, it seems like maybe the relationship is crumbling a little. Um, I do feel like we got to see the like build up to it. I think it's interesting that Sam is going to get mad at Malia when she's trying to be like, look, I'm just letting you know what he how he's acting and what he's saying. Like if you're in a relationship, I'll respect it. But he's making it sound like you're not. Yeah, I have to admit, I've not liked Malia since Hannah Gage. Yes, I've, I've not watched great. her since then. I was appalled last night. Kyle's like, oh, she's really cute. And I was like, what? I was like, you like Malia? Like, what is happening? But I, you know, I think this is actually a good PR move for her to kind of turn her oh, yeah. image around and being in an environment that's not like as rigid and stressful as a yacht. I think her having fun and everything. Plus, she's making feeding people, making them breakfast. She seems cleaning to have a good up, time. doesn't cleaning care up and didn't yeah. care. Can we talk about that uh, warming drawer? Like that is rich. this house is bougie AF. Like everything you could imagine is is there. Um, it was great. What do you think about shorts? 
I mean, Schwartzy. You know, I always want to root for Schwartz. Yeah. I, I can't help it. I, I do. I want to root for him. It is crazy, though, thinking back. I mean, right now, when we're recording, it's the end of October. Scandal happened in March. Like, it feels like that was, it was years one ago. week in. It was one week in when he it left feels the summer house. years ago when it happened. Yeah. But I am rooting for, I'm rooting for Schwartz doing anything to kind of delineate himself from Sandoval in a way. So I think this was the best thing he could have done for himself from a PR move. I don't know how it all plays out. Watch him now turn out to be like, you know, make a huge ass of himself. But, um, I think for him, this was a really, really good call. It was kind of interesting to see like the people that knew really like had no clue what was happening, which did kind of surprise me. And they generally seemed like they did not know what was going on. This wasn't like a what? Um, and then they're like, obviously, you know, Kyle and Danielle were well aware of everything. I like how they were basically like, well, his friend kind of broke the internet a week ago. Like it is. I, mean, I wish beyond. we could have like had show other shows filming while that was happening just to see how other Bravo Lebs were responding to it in yes. real time. Not like the yes. interviews that we've seen, but like in the moment, like I'm sure it was just like all of us, like the text messages blowing up and like a big brother house of the Bravo Lab. Yes. Like <laughs> we see their reactions. That would time. be if you did a non housewife version, like, but only Bravo Lebs on Big Brother, that could be really interesting. I think it'd be really fun. And honestly, I, the number one text I'd want to read would be the one from Paige because I think she would have something really funny to say or like yeah. just the way her reveal about Scandal, it'd be really, really entertaining to me. But all in all, I think winter looks like fun. We got the tubing. I'm curious to see kind of how things uh, play out. So we'll see. Do you think after this season of Winter House, do you feel like this concept is too played out and it needs to move on? Or no, but I don't like- think I don't think we always have to have Amanda and Kyle as like the like mom and dad of the show. Um, like I to me, and we'll see how this again how this plays out. But I was like the pregnancy test thing. I'm like, really? We just had a whole storyline about how she hasn't had her period and she doesn't know if she's gonna get pregnant. And now we're gonna have and again, I don't know. I'm just it does feel a little Melissa Gorga, are we gonna have another baby fake storyline? Um, which I think might be they some things they feel like they might need to do to stay relevant to keep being on these shows. Um, and again, it might not be the case. And if there's another story to it, I will completely come on here and be like, I was very wrong. To me, this like the, my initial read is this is very Melissa Gorga esque. I do feel like they need to take more of a girls' trip, ultimate girls' trip angle yeah. with Winter House. I think having a fresh crop every, I mean, there's some people who've you know done it and. We're, we are, I don't know that we're going to see it. <laughs> yeah. Some of the ex-wives clubs are did yeah. the um, Morocco trip, but I do feel like they should take that approach of oh, for sure. it up a little bit at the randomness. Um, I think I as, think us they as could... viewers, we're just too savvy and know like you just plopped some people together. Yeah. It's like, we know what you're doing. This like worked the first time, but you can't just keep like doing this and just throwing other people into a house and thinking like, Oh, we'll keep working. I do think too, like, I we've been saying an ultimate girls trip across like the non housewife shows would be amazing. I think there's also room for doing some sort of like Bravo bros trip and have even put some, I think you could put some of the younger house husbands in the mix with like a Kyle and a Craig, um, a Brian Benny. Like, I think that could be kind of interesting too. Um, maybe even some of like the more, like the newer ones, like some of the Roni, um, 
house husbands could like Abe throw him in there um, or God Povet. Could you imagine Povet in with some of these guys? Like I do think there's room for that too, but um, yeah, I feel like this might, this mix and format might get old. Yeah. So we'll see what happens next with Winter House. But before we dive into Roni, we're going to take a quick ad break. Hoping to budget your food expenses this fall, get more bang for your bite with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Every plate has no hidden fees, so you can count on great value week after week. Plus, only pay for what you need with pre-portioned ingredients. One way that they, one thing that they do with every plate to kind of like make this an affordable meal kit, unlike some of the other meal kits out there, is they don't have everything kind of packaged. Everything's in the box. So you save some extra money by not having them package things per each meal. Um, So that saves some money, which is great. I think also they have so many different variations. Like they they have a lineup of easy, delicious dishes like cherry glazed meatballs, panko crusted blue cheese chicken, a cheesesteak sandwich. It's something that can feed a family. They have a new slate of family size options, perfect for slow cookers. You know, Midwest, it's slow cooker season, crock pot, get your crock pot out. It's perfect and allows you to have more leftover friendly portions. Uh, And the other thing, it's a sustainable choice for this October. Every plate offsets 100% of their delivery emissions and their meals have 31% lower carbon footprint on the average than supermarket meals of the same portion. Like I said, they are very savvy and being very sustainable in their approach of how they package these meals and make it very simple and easy for you to kind of um, reduce that carbon footprint. So again, they have up to 22 convenient size, 26 tasty and affordable recipes, lunches, snacks. There's truly something for everyone. So with every plate, get a meal for $1.49 by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49 real moms get started with every plate for just a dollar 49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49 real moms step into a world of nonstop action on DraftKings casino play the classics like blackjack roulette and slots please enjoy exclusive games you can't find anywhere else right now new customers can deposit match up to 100 dollars in casino credits when you deposit five or more dollars all you have to do is sign up select the offer make your deposit and start playing from a full suite of games your way is the only way to play on DraftKings Casino. Play online, on your time, in your space, and within your means. It's safe, secure, and reliable, so you can disp- deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you're ready. Download DraftKings Casino app now. Sign up with the promo code REALMOMS, and new customers get a deposit match up to $100 in casino credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Casino with promo code REALMOMS. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. Please play responsibly in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races in West Virginia. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. 21 or older, physically present in Connecticut, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia only, void in Ontario, one per opted-in new customer, minimum $5 deposit, max match $100 in casino credits, which require one-time play 
through within seven days. See terms at casino.draftkings.com slash players choice restrictions apply. Oh, I feel like um, we had a really good new season of the new Roni. Not a great reunion. I don't do I feel like the fact that none of them had a somewhat cohesive like outfit choice kind of meant to like I think some of them really didn't even know what a reunion was meant for. Yeah. It felt a bit more like a therapy session, which you know Abby and I are all about. And we love we love therapy. Yeah. And like you know, going with the theme from every play, I, like in this instance for this runny reunion, like a bad casserole, like it's just layers of yeah. random shit. Like it was just very strange. Starting out with Uba, love Uba hot, but Uba hot came in hot with like very random. It was weird too. Like she like came for Jenna at the jugular. I like how Jenna was like, I don't know what you want me to be saying right now. Like this is weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I. She was like saying that like Jenna and then she later, I think she like maybe chose her words wrong, but yeah, I agree. I was like, Uba, what you're coming in hot at the wrong time. And there's really no reason for it. No, to me, it was giving Uba in my instance, I believe, I think Uba was intended to be a friend of before that other housewife, before Lizzie kind of fizzled out and that didn't work out. So to me, it was giving like, okay, I'm going to secure my spot. I'm showing you guys I can bring it, but it was a flop. And it makes you kind of respect our seasoned, like, veteran housewives. Like, yes, I get annoyed by all this screaming. But in comparison, like, OC, which we just recently finished, had a bit more structure. It just, I don't know. We kind of stayed on topic a bit. It just felt better. I agree. I just, yeah, it felt, like, all over the place. I mean, honestly, I feel like the only person who was even like somewhat prepared was Bren. Yeah. I mean, I am team Bren over Sai over that conversation, conversation and argument. I am team Bren. I feel like when it comes to Mr. Connecticut and that whole situation, I side with Bren in this situation. I also feel like Bren was like, quick-witted in a good yeah. way. This is like where Bren's wit worked out in an awesome way. I also think Bren, like, yeah, she is very quick. She also, like, if she says something or, like, regrets something, she's not, like, afraid to admit that. Where I felt like, to me, Aaron and Cy, it was like they act like they're so strong and tough. And then they really both kind of cower and back down. I felt like when it came to Jessel, Aaron, I was kind of surprised that, she didn't like, I would have said when like, you know, Jess was like, you said terrible things about my marriage. If I were Aaron, instead of being like, I did not. No, I didn't. I mean, you did. You implied the ring comment meant nothing that Abe doesn't wear a ring. That's not at all what you were saying. I think I'd be like, you kind of put your marriage out there. What were you like? What did you expect us to say when you're talking about how you're not like, you don't have sex. Like, you know, you both like to do your own thing. And then I noticed he doesn't wear a ring. And even though my husband also doesn't wear a ring, like he's not out there making it sound like we're living two different lives. Like what I would almost like, 
not like spin it back on her, but like, what did you want us to respond to that with? I, you know, instead of being like, I didn't say that. I never said anything. I was like defending your marriage. It's like, Aaron, come on. No, I'm, they needed to own up to it. Aaron and Sai needed to own up exactly what they were doing. It's like roll footage. I feel like, (laughs) honestly, if there was supposed to be like a binder receipt moment in this, I would have, I think Jessel could have pulled it off and this would have been the situation to do it. But I, it just like killed me. I'm like, girls, all you have to say is, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. Literally, it could be as simple as that. And then she would be like, okay, thank you. And backed off because ultimately all Jessel wants to hear is that she's sorry in this situation. And I feel like too, like Cy and Aaron were picking the weirdest things to like, not fixate on, but the fact that like Cy wanted to be like, I never said that about cheese. It's like, okay, that was like one or maybe half of an episode. Like, we don't need to go back to playing a podcast where you said she came to my house and was like, all you have is cheese. Like that is like the, yes, I know we talk about petty and liking that kind of stuff, but like that's like petty and fun in the moment on the show. It's not what we want the reunion to be discussing. Ding, 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 ding. It's not mm-hmm. a moment on the reunion unless you're going to bring out a plate of cheese and say that. Like, So next time, like you can say I, I do yeah. enjoy, like, I don't know if you're doing some shit. That like have would a charcuterie work. or something. Yeah, yeah like, like that. have a little bit. That would like kind of at least entertain us in that moment, but you nailed it with that. I could yeah. not agree more. I, I I don't know. I feel like I'm like I I hope part two is a little bit more exciting, but it was almost like I think we might have been able to edit this into one part. Oh, it could have definitely wrapped, but I think given the success, I feel like the network yeah. wouldn't want to end it on one. I mean, I think we're gonna get a two that probably could just be 30 minutes. <laughs> We'd yeah. be done with it, but we're gonna get a part two. Also, can we talk about how Jessel definitely moved to be on the show? Like how she kind of skirted around that. She's like, well, there was an opportunity to be closer to family. And they're like, "Mm, uh, own it. I mean, you were, you were not living in New York and you started renting an apartment right around the same time cast. Like, I do love that all, like, even Andy's like, that's when we started casting. And clearly Bravo knew this. Like, well, yeah. And I think too, I think us as viewers, and as reality TV has evolved, we lean into that. Like, oh, yeah. just own that. I mean, it, we yeah. love you. You have tank tops now. <laughs> like, people right. like you. So we're not going to hate you on it, but just at least own that fact, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I think, yeah, I think this is where you're getting, you know, um, some green housewives where they're not as well-versed in the fact that, like, the fans know the truth, the viewers know the truth, and the more you try to, like, self-produce and manipulate it, the more I think it kind of blows up in your face. And we saw that with Jessel. Like she completely, yeah, she completely moved to be part of the show. It is kind of weird when you think about it though, that you want to be on a reality show so bad that you move your whole family to New York City. I mean, fame is a crazy thing. One thing that we've learned since doing this account and our interactions with people within the Bravo sphere and interactions with Bravo Labs is that people are hungry for fame. People want to be famous. They want the spotlight, even if it lasts 15 minutes. It's crazy what people will do for that. And in this instance, be on TV. (laughs) Exactly. Um, I think that's really all we need to say. I know we try to usually talk for 30 minutes, but it's like, we don't want to be like the reunion where we're just giving you fights over cheese. We're giving um, you nothing. Yeah. Uh, but we do have to do our shout out. So Vanessa, who's your shout out this week? My shout out is to the white Michelle Michelle Williams for narrating Britney <laughs> Spears' book, The Woman and Me. 
I did not know what to expect when I learned she was going to be narrating it, but that woman deserves a freaking Grammy performance for her reading of The Woman and Me. Guys, it's beautifully done. I thought she did a great job embodying Britney. She definitely like kind of talked like her. It was just kind of wild. So get it, Michelle. Thanks. Like you did a Um. great job. I thought you said the white Michelle Williams. Well, I mean, there are two, so. No, I I mean, exactly. (laughs) Well, I will say when I first heard it was Michelle Williams, I did not go to white Michelle Williams. And I was like, hmm, interesting choice. Um, I have not listened to it yet because if you listen to it on like 1.3 speed, it's like four and a half hours. And so um, I have some road tripping, um, driving to do for work. And so I feel like I'll knock it out tomorrow. But um. I'm excited. I've heard like clips, like people are doing like reels and stuff to it. Um, yes. So. You've heard the fresh shizzle moment with yeah. Justin, which is so cringy. I will tell you because she reads in a Southern drawl and kind of very like slow. When I sped it up, I know you're like probably more used to it than me, but like it, w- it kind of threw me off a little bit. Like it felt like, ah! too fast. like I had to go. Yeah. It felt too fast. So just mm-hmm. warning you. You may not well, feel that way if you are. I don't know. See, I think butts. Southern Drawls are always like slower. Like when I listened to Jessica Simpson's book, I was almost at like 2.0 because I feel oh like my she talks. God. So maybe it's me then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the problem. Um, it's me. Yeah. Uh, my shout out goes to all the single parents. Um, I have been posting on Instagram that I was solo parenting um, since Sunday morning. Um, and, you know, parts of it are fun. Um, I kind of like try to like not always complain, but it is just, it is exhausting. Um, when I think it, about people that do this day in, day out, and that's always you, um, it's, it's a lot. And I'm sure there's times I remember in Andy's book, he kind of talked about like, there's times where he just naturally felt left out as a single parent, um, with certain things because like he forgot something and he thought like, well, if I had a partner, they could go run back and get it, or maybe they would have reminded me. And so, um, just know that uh, all of us uh, that aren't single parents do realize how incredibly hard it is. And you're doing an amazing job. Yes, you are doing amazing. Well, here's something else that you can do is amazing. As you guys know, we are quickly approaching BravoCon. It is less than 10 days away. We are starting to get our outfits finalized. But something you can do to help us because we are 72 reviews away from meeting our goal of 1000. So all you have to do is hit five stars or leave us a quick written review. Hugh Meg, thank you so much. Um, Katie FIR, uh, JJ Geld, Jenna Lou Jones, Brooke 1507, Faye Escape from NY. Thank you all so much for taking the time to do that. It truly, from the bottom of our hearts, it means a lot. So please, please, please help us. We want to ring in five years of doing this with a bet. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in Vegas? We're going to have a lot of, there's going to be a lot of things happening. (laughs) I have a feeling we're going to have stories to tell. So please, please, please give us something to celebrate by helping us reach that 1K review and now the choice is yours. Uh, ha- have a good day or, or don't. The choice is yours. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.